How are we all? How are we all? Um, I hope you're all well. That's uh, that's the first of all. We are back live. As promised, I said I'd come on every Tuesday um, and get everything going for a podcast going forward. Now, next week is when it probably kicks in because I ain't had a chance to do it all and get it all organised this week. Rosie Briscoe is going to join me. Uh, she wasn't well today so, and I couldn't throw it out there quick enough. So we got, I am coming on still just to get the routine going, 12 o'clock. Uh, mainly to announce the banner of the week and also we're going to have a quick chat but I need your guys interaction as well please uh, we're going to have a quick chat about Salon International now I'm going to hold my hands up guys I have actually never been so I need your help on this one um, I'm up in the north of Burnley um, it's, it's a fair trek for me to go down to Salon International so genuinely would love to go but uh, I've just never found an excuse to go and then by the time it's here i've forgotten all about it so i need your guys help tell me about salon international what is it all about is it really for the uh the hairdressers is it is it more for the brands tell me what you think this is a live chat this is going to be less of a podcast and more of a chat more like a radio station format if you think about it like that way that's a good example so for example if you want to ring in if you want to get in touch if you want to give us your opinions um that would be awesome. Talking of podcasts, my friend over at um, How to Cut It Podcast did a very interesting chat with me um, regarding social media and the presence of it and everything like that. So if you want to hear my opinions on that, head over to the How to Cut It Podcast uh, with me and Dom Lehane talking about all things hair socials, um, my social media presence, uh, my Matrix career, everything like that. It's uh, it's. Do you know what? It was that long ago we recorded. It was only like a month ago, but it feels like forever. Um, I've forgotten the answers I've given, so I'm, I'm listening to it myself and learning, <laughs> remembering what I said. So this week's banner of the week has been selected by Rose Briscoe, who's a Matrix artist. Now, on this um, this week's thing, I thought that Rose is going to come on next week as a bit of a co-host. We're going to have a chat about the topics of the week. Uh, this week, obviously, would have been Salon International. So if you guys want to talk about that, getting getting bored, get it in the comments that you've been. Tell me what your favourite part was, who you love to see. Who, If you haven't been, why haven't you been and would you love to go? Or are you just simply not interested in that kind of thing? Um, again, quick chat to get there. Uh, quick chat today because we are going to show you the banner of the week. If you are on the page, you've probably already seen it because I'm a little bit late getting live. But this week's banner of the week is... Mel Stories Copper. That was chosen by Rosie Briscoe. Now, as you can see, Rosie, uh, I'll tell you what, I'll read exactly what why Rosie picked it because I've got it here in front of me. Just give me one second. So she said, Mel Stories is my fave. Love the copper this time of year. Hair looks in good, Nick, and she's captured it nicely. Good blend, good curls. Now, good job that that was all polite because I have. that's the first time I've read it. So thank you very much to Rosie Briscoe and well done to Mel Story. I will put that as the banner of the week on the community chat with 22,500, I think it is now, uh, people available to view it. So if you guys want to enter it every Monday at 9am till 9pm, you can enter your image rate and you get free advertising on this page, on this show that's going to be on every Tuesday and it will be the banner of the week um, on, on the community chat. So if you're interested in all that, get in touch. Uh, and make sure you put the comments. Who's watching? Let me know who's watching. So, yeah, I want to talk to you about um, a couple of things, really. And the first one, if you notice, in the group we put um, last week about Saturday staff. Now, who, who has Saturday staff? I just wanted to know if anyone's still playing, because we just lost a member of staff 
uh, RSAT this staff has left. And you always seem to find, I don't know about you guys. Hi, Jessica Jones. Thanks for joining. Um, I don't know if you guys noticed, but you always seem to have that one Saturday staff that you get for about two years that's unbelievable that by the end of it she's blow drying she's shampooing she's even helping you like tone um she's literally got the job nailed on other than cutting and coloring she's unbelievable knows the system etc etc then they leave and then you seem to go through a bit of a carousel of trying to find the next person to come in and unfortunately we're in that transitional period at the minute trying to find someone so i wanted to know what is the average age do you guys employ uh, for a Saturday staff, what's the going rate? Is it even worth having Saturday staff now because of the apprenticeship scheme? Great person to ask this is Amanda Fairbrother. She's in the chat as well. Um, what is the benefits to Saturday staff? What is the benefits to an apprentice? Uh, and is it worth getting an apprentice over a Saturday staff? Because the wage difference in the total is not that much different. Um, so yeah, thank you very much. Amanda, love your opinion on that. If you want to get in touch or write a comment in below. Uh, and then also Saturday staff are genuinely younger. So it's a lot more trading, a lot more patience, a lot more on the insurance policies. Not obviously, I ain't, I ain't here to tell you how to do your jobs. If you don't insure them, I, you know, I went many years as a Saturday staff. Uh, not necessarily probably getting it legitimately, so don't worry about that. Um, I just did my job and wanted to get into the industry. So as you grow in the industry, you become a stylist. Uh, you become a senior stylist and then you go on from there to things like artistry. Now, I'm a Matrix artist. I work for Matrix, as you can see up in the top corner of your screens. Uh, for those of you that are watching on your TV and YouTube, you should be able to see me in full 4K now because I've done something that's basically sorted out the picture. So I don't know what you guys think, but I, apparently the picture should be a lot clearer than it normally is. Um, it's always a good camera, but the picture should be even higher quality now. So fingers crossed that's working. Um, but yeah, then you go to the artist level. And then from the artist level, where do you end up? Well, you end up on big stages. And that brings me nicely on to Salon International. Salon International is a huge event that is all over the world. Could basically come together and, and showcase their skill sets. Now, a lot I've noticed this year. Oh, sorry. We're going out of focus there. A lot this year have gone on to... Um, the men's hairdressing a lot more barbering work a lot more men's work um but i will admit i have never ever been to salon international number one my um apprenticeship scheme didn't take us anywhere like that uh, my brother did it when he started he went to college though and he got to go on a day out it's about two and a half hours on a train from manchester and i'm about an hour from manchester um then you've got uh, a lot of the hairdressing big names like obviously one of my work uh, friends and colleagues is uh, Desmond Murray he was on the, one of the main stage Rosie Briscoe was there um, a lot of uh, unbelievable hairdressers like um, Sophia Hill uh, I'm just literally trying to ramble off the top of my head so forgive me if I haven't mentioned you uh, Georgia Bell um, yeah unbelievable hairdressers that were there all showcasing their skill sets um, I just want to know is this mainly for the brands now is it mainly for educational purposes or is it for the artists what is your opinion let me know in the chat later on if you're watching this later on still get involved in the chat because this could become up on next week's podcast with your answers um, but i want to know is it who is it for who is it for because i've never been i want to go and i've said to myself because i went for that long not going don't know if this is stubbornness or or passionate or what but i said that's it because i've not been for so long the first time i ever go to salon international it will be on a stage that's it I'm, I'm i'm about mindfulness and i'm about um what's it called 
when you envisage seeing itself doing something and, and then it happens, I'm all about that manifestation. So if if I can get there as a guest of a, of a brand or on a stage, fan, but I really, really, really want to go. So Rick Roberts has said it's for everyone. Now Rick Roberts is again another one showcasing his skills. I saw him there actually, I forgot to mention his name, apologies. But I did see him there. He was saying that it's for everybody. I'm just intrigued. It's not me calling out the, the event. It's not me saying that it's about the brand. I'm intrigued. What's Who's it mainly for? Um, but as an artist, it seems to be an incredible experience and an incredible way to... I'll, I'll word this correctly. Oh, well, you should still have audio, but the camera's gone off. Uh, but yeah, an incredible way to basically get yourself out there to the public and, and showcase that you are a certain type of hairdresser, what you're about. Seems to be more for the creatives, um, but Rick Roberts is the man to ask. He's uh, an incredible hairdresser. The camera has reached a maximum internal temperature. Oh, well, the camera got too hot, that's why it's gone off. So what we're going to do is, told you I got it on 4K. I'm going to switch over to the backup count, which is this one. So it's not as glamorous, unfortunately. You can see my wonky tree and everything. Um, but yeah, when I used to go, Linda, Linda Mumbay, so when I used to go pre-lockdown, I wanted to get inspired. And I used to come home buzzing. I'm sure there's a part two to this conversation. Um, but yeah, like I said, I wanted to go. I wanted to go as an artist. I wanted to go and, and say, look at me. This is what I do. Um, and, and unfortunately, I've just not had that opportunity yet. So, uh, anyone else that's been, let me know in the chat what your experiences are, what you love about it, what you hate about it, why you've not been, why you have been. Uh, I'm going to go back to the Saturday chat now because Amanda has got in the chat. She says, Saturday staff are always great to experience what it's like working in a salon, um, build basic customer service skills, ready for an apprenticeship if they want to start a career. Now, I'm going to ask you guys, honestly, in the chat, how many out of a percentage say Saturday staff become an apprentice because again I've said it I had I'll tell you a story right I shouldn't say this because you might listen to this I had an unbelievable Saturday staff she was the best we loved her she could blow dry she could tone she could do absolutely everything and then if we got to a point where she was now she'd left school she got to a point where she was deciding what she wanted to do with her career so as she was getting ready to leave school a uh, mum used to come in for her hairdo and that's how we found her and she said i said oh we really want her to become a hairdresser is she interested um and i said that i would love to have her basically so she said sorry that um no no she's not interested in becoming a hairdresser she's going to go to uni uh, and she's going to get a proper job now i quote proper job what the definition of a proper job for me is going to work coming home with a wage that's the definition of a proper job so yeah unfortunately our industry was not seen as a proper job in this person's eyes so they went to uni they've done unbelievable they've got this proper job that they wanted um and then and again i won't say what the career is because then it's clearly obvious who i'm on about but this person has got a a proper job she's doing well she's smashing it well proud of her she's an unbelievable person as well um but the question was for me why was it why is hairdressing not a proper job i don't know what you guys think of that uh but yeah sadly staff i mean it is an amazing way to get someone built up to get them to a position where you think you are ready to come on we want you we're in, we want to employ you so for you guys watching out there that might be interested in hairdressing or for you salons that are watching this 
share it to your pages and, and and hopefully the next generation will see this because we want you if you're interested in hairdressing from the ages of 13 14 15 16 to come and knock on our doors and say uh, what what can i do what can i do to get involved i remember going to a salon and, and being on my hands and knees and obviously i've got brittle bones as everyone knows but i didn't tell him that because i thought it made me unemployable and this is true story i've got so many true stories of idiocy that from my end and i was in this salon and it was a stunning salon it had an upstairs and a downstairs so going upstairs for me is a, a torture anyway um and then i'm doing it i'm trying to look as able-bodied as i physically can and i am cleaning the skirting boards on my knees honest to god i, don't, I remember hurting something i broke something like my foot or my ankle it was something something really thingy that i could try and walk off anyway and uh, i was still doing it still cracking up but i wanted so desperately to be involved in the career that i did it and i came out with like a tenner a day it was it was peanuts but it did open my eyes too i wanted to work in that kind of salon but not be that kind of boss so i was again i won't say who it is and it's so obvious by the way if you're from my town if you know me it's so obvious who all these people are gonna go back into the comments now um rosie said she loved being back at salon international of the year so much inspiration in one place always come away buzzing with ideas uh yeah rosie again i say this you know in a motivational way to myself i want to go there as an artist and say i've done it i've completed it that i always do things like that i say right how do i get on that stage and one day hopefully this time next year i'll be doing a hair socials live on a stage um kelly cox said it was always said you'll never make money in hairdressing but you'll never make good money totally not the case oh well kelly i will tell you what my response to this person's parent was when she said this to me because it was the second time she said it to me that i didn't lose my, my cool but i lost my patience in terms of not saying anything and i said to her define me a proper job and then she looked at me and i said do you know any millionaire and i can't say the industry but like just just say police person for example because it's not police uh, do you know any millionaire policeman and she's like no no and i said right okay well i know lots of millionaire hairdressers which would be controversial to you considering it's not a proper job and then i kind of walked away from the scenario because i realized then i was arguing with a client but um yeah from that moment i didn't i didn't see her actually again thinking back um yeah but they're not proper job it's interesting isn't it I'll, I'll, is that our fault as artists as hairdressers is it does it start at the top from the brands or does it start on the salon floor why is it not defined as a proper job uh, there are some incredible apprentices out there but unfortunately it's also seen as somewhere to put the kids who couldn't get employed elsewhere so true so true i um I, i'm i'm a found out after school that i was a creative but all the way through school i was pushed down the academic route and i and i wasn't very good at it even though i masked it very well by just flaunting floating through the answers because i learned to memorize the answer but i didn't understand what i was doing um but yeah i floated through it until they come to the final test and then all of a sudden they were exposed as not being as intelligent as they thought i was but i was found out after school i was creative and i think that goes to the educational system for not encouraging that um my son's at school at the minute i've got one who's really academic and then one who's not and i'm trying to push him down the creative route and see if it, that's what his calling is um but yeah that that that's interesting that um yeah what's that so uh margaret Ma marshall said that she's had one in 20 years so i presume that's one saturday staff that's turned into an apprentice that's true though so what is the point are we wasting our time and energy helping somebody learn a skill set 
that they're not even going to use in the future because other than customer service which they could learn by just being polite and, and having manners other than that what are they using why are we doing it do we not get an apprentice and, and spend some serious time and serious education going forward with them so yes guys um i just want to throw in there before if you before you get your comments in before we wrap it up uh we are going to start a group chat and in this group chat we're going to do a telegram it's going to be on my phone personal phone it's smashed um where we're going to help each other and talk to each other in scenarios like what we're talking about now with topics of the week if you're interested in that hit the subscribe button on facebook if you're watching on youtube please make sure you subscribe on there as well a couple of new comments in before we go uh, money management, managing staff, learning about tax contributions, etc. need to be taught as part of an MV2 business management. I think that's going further into what we're, we're on about now. Obviously, we can save that for next week, Kelly, um, because even I struggle with that and I own a business. That's that I fully appreciate what you're saying there because I am still learning on the job and I've been 15 years in partnership and on, on my own. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely something I'm still learning now. But yes, guys, so again, a short one this week. If you're interested, hit the subscribe button for more information. But if you are interested in watching this more, we are live on Tuesday next week with Rosie Briscoe. We'll do a full rundown of a week of information. You never know. If Rosie likes it, she might do it every week. But if not, we'll um, we'll try and find artists that are interested to come in every week. Um, Schools are failing by pushing kids to stay on and do A-levels at a new date. Completely agree. I was done. That's what exactly what my route was. And uh, I had to find hairdressing on my own. I didn't even tell my dad for two years that I was doing it while I was training. I did it as a night school. True story. So, yes, guys, thank you very much for watching. Uh, it is a short one this week. I will upload this to YouTube so you can watch this again. It will be on Facebook. Um, if you want to watch this on your TV later or on your lunch break, it is just a short lunchtime chat. Uh, we will see you next week and hopefully by that point I'll make sure that I don't melt my camera. <laughs>